Transformers, failures in disguise. Losers wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the successful Transformers. Failures in disguise. Boop, 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 boop. Hello everybody and welcome back to You Have Failed with Sam Vader. And before we start this week, we at Sigil Arts would like to say that we stand with the Black Lives Matter movement. We stand with it and we fully support it. And uh, we really hope that people end up listening to the message that people are trying to get across at the moment. The world has needed change for a very long time. And hopefully this will kickstart the change to to prove that eventually we are all equal. Because I know that. I hope you lot that are listening know that. But there are so many people out there who still do not understand what equality really means. And if you want to support this in any way, please do check out www.blacklivesmatter.com. It's a brilliant website. There are options to donate there to multiple charities. And there are also many, many lists of readings that you can do (coughs) just to educate yourself. Because a lot of this is about learning and not being quiet just reading and learning about maybe ways that you're racist without realizing because it's all built into the system we might say or do things that we think are normal but really deep down they might have an offensive undertone so it's all about learning so check out any form of reading you can and uh yeah please please support the cause because we need equality we are all people I do pray for a day when we don't see colour, we just see people. But we've got to fight for that change. So I really do hope you're with me. And in the nicest nicest way possible, if you don't support it, go fuck yourself. Like, I don't give a shit. You're not... you, You shouldn't have an option in whether you support this or not. It shouldn't be an option. Uh, but with that little rant out of the way and uh, the obvious fact that I sound very blocked up again woo go hay fever this week if you haven't guessed from the uh, introduction song again uh, we are discussing the Transformers uh, specifically the five live action films by Michael Bay the Bayformers as you will meaning we will be excluding Bumblebee because I feel that one deserves a different verdict from the other five anyway. Now, I am a massive, massive, massive Transformers fan. I I watched the cartoons when I was younger. I had the toys. I'm currently looking at my three masterpiece models, Transformers figures. I've got Starscream, Megatron and Soundwave because I had a Septicon fan. But I also have the G1 versions of my two favourite Transformers, Grimlock and Kickback. Just a... so I'm a massive Transformers fan. I've got the whole G1 on DVD and all, I've got about six different copies of the G1 movie. So I I love my Transformers. They're fantastic. It's a brilliant series. I love the games as well, Fall and War of Cybertron. But then you get you get the Bayformers. And the first one wasn't too bad. It, it was okay. It had some errors. Not errors. It had some issues. Sorry. Uh, but a few that I thought, oh, if those issues were ironed out, it can be some really good films. You know, and the CGI was fantastic. The Transformers, from a CGI point of view, looked fantastic. Their designs? Yeah. But the CGI was, was fantastic. Uh, but the problem is the films, I think, gradually, gradually got worse. So Revenge of the Fallen was bad. Dark of the Moon... I'd say was a little bit better, but not 
not fantastic. Uh, then you've got uh, Age of Extinction. What the fuck was going on there? And then you've got The Last Night, where I, I don't know quite what they were going for with that film either. But I've already mentioned the designs, so let's start with the main one. They don't look... I don't know. It's almost like they tried to get them to look too much like people. Which, I know it's so stupid, but they sh- they don't have to look people-ish. They don't have to look humanoid-ish, because they are robots. They can look blocky. They can look a bit square. I mean, look at G1 Optimus Prime. He's basically just one giant rectangle. But he looks cool, because he's a robot. He can get away with that. He doesn't have to look all sleek and fine and st- you know he's not he's not a human but i feel like the designs whilst looking too like they tried too much to be humanoid and they don't really look like they turn into cars either yeah they've got a few i don't know like parts of cars sticking out of them they think oh look that, that's that's that car like when you watch say the original g1 starscream is clearly a plane right you know and you look at the others and you think, yeah, you can see parts of a car there. There's some mirrors on Optimus Prime's chest or a windscreen makes up Ratchet's chest and Ironhide's chest. So you, you can see the difference there. That You can see that they're robots as well. Whereas in this, like Starscream just literally looks like a Dorito. It's literally, he's a triangle with arms and legs. That's Starscream. Uh, Optimus Prime... I don't really know, especially in the later films, he becomes even bulkier and sleeker, and I'm not like, and then they give some of the Transformers beards, why, why do they have beards, I don't, I don't really get that, I know like Scourge did and stuff in the G1, but they weren't like flowing beards, it was clearly a metal panel, right, and so I just, I don't, and, and they all just sort of look like, I don't know, walking piles of scrap metal and it's like to the point where it'd be you're watching some of the fight scenes and genuinely unless it's Optimus Prime or Megatron you can't sometimes distinguish who is who on Bumblebee Bumblebee stands out because he's bright fucking yellow right but for the most part you can't you can't work out which one's which it's just a giant clusterfuck of metal and then you add in the fact that Michael Bay's fight scenes in the films are just clusterfucks of explosions. And the problem you get with these films is you can't tell in the fights who's on what side, what the fuck is going on, who the fuck is winning, and what's meant to be happening. Like, there's probably a plot meant to be going on somewhere, but all I'm seeing is, ah, scrap pile, explosion, another scrap pile rolls in. <laughs> It, it's it it's it's just a bit confusing as to to what the fuck is going because the designs just don't work. They're not distinguished. They don't look different enough all the time. And and yes, that's because for a lot of it, they tried to put generic Decepticons in the background so that they were just the normal cannon fodder. And I get that. But even some of the main characters, you sit there thinking, well, which one's which? There was the scene in uh, Revenge of the Fallen. It's right at the start. And I think Sideswipe is chasing after Sideways. Right? So not only do they have very similar names, the cars were... They picked very similar cars, different, same colour schemes. I remember I was watching the film for the first time, 
and I couldn't tell which one was which, which one was winning. There was a bit where I saw one slice the other in half, and I wasn't sure if that was actually the Autobot or the Decepticon, because it's edited and shot in such a way that you just see the two cars going at it, they wrestle for a bit. And I was like, I don't know if I'm meant to be glad that this guy just chopped the other one in half, or a bit depressed that one of the Autobots died. Like, it's just a bit stupid. And then, as I say, the designs get worse. Ultras Prime at least looked, I suppose, somewhat roboty in, in the first three. And then you get to the fourth one, and he looks like he's been hit in the gym. But he's a robot. Why is why is this a thing? I don't, I don't really get it. Why does he look like that? The Dinobots are stupid as well, design-wise. As I say, Grimlock's my favourite Transformer. And whilst he looked cool as a T-Rex... Why, why did Swoop... I'm going to call them by their proper names, not what the film is like to call them. Why does Swoop have two heads? Like, why does the Pterodactyl have two heads? What's... Because it goes against the point that these Transformers developed by looking at prehistoric life on Earth. That's what they chose to transform into because they got here like 65 million years ago. That's fine. That's great. Okay, it's a cool, unique concept. But then why does Swoop have two heads? Because that means that at some point in the human history, there's a pterodactyl with two heads. And I'd, right, okay, maybe suspend disbelief in a film about giant robots having a war, but pterodactyls didn't have two heads. It's stupid. Also, on the subject of the Dinobots, I'm going to vent a bit. Where's, you know, where are the actual Dinobot team? So Grimlock's there, Swoop's there, Slag slash Slug is there. They changed it later on because Slag got a different meaning so it went from that to slug so slug was there you've got then you but instead you've got what the the spinosaurus fella what's his deal why is he here he's he's new where's snarl and sludge why why aren't they no okay i heard they were going to add a velociraptor in as well i'm like at least give you us the real dinobots Ones that can talk as well. Like they can't talk. Grimlock. Grimlock's a stupid character. It's part of the reason I love him. Where he's like, Me Grimlock, no bozo. Me king. Like, you know. that's It's funny. But then why are you just... Oh, speaking of characters that can't speak. I wonder if you can tell where this week's episode's going already. Speaking of characters that can't speak. Bumblebee, right? They, they took away his ability to speak. And only let him speak through the radio. So you could focus more on Shia LaBeouf, right? And I think this is the biggest problem of the Transformers films is that the main characters aren't the Transformers, right? You've got a film called Transformers and and you're not focusing on the Transformers. That's, that's your biggest problem. That's like having a film called Star Wars and not focusing on the war in the stars, right? It it doesn't it doesn't work, it doesn't try that. It's like having a film called The Avengers, right? And instead you focus in on the Justice League. That's not <laughs> you've got a film called Transformers and you're focusing on the story of the humans. And I get that okay, maybe you want some humans so you can have your your drama and everything. But I like to think from the countless Transformers series, and yes, while some of them quite a lot of them have human companions the main storyline isn't driven by the humans. The humans in the other series serve as 
almost someone we can relate to. Like they're experiencing the events like we are. They're seeing these giant robots have a war that's spanned for millions and millions of years. And they're in shock and awe as well. We need of help if, you know, they get in trouble. But the humans have always played a part like us. They're sort of like a side character watching on for us to relate to. Like, and they're seeing the events and being impressed and shocked by them as well. Whereas in the live action films, the Transformers become the side character in their own film. So we can focus on Sam Witwicky. And in the way possible, he's not an interesting character. He's a bit creepy, if anything. Bit of a stalker. You know, a bit weird. Like, really weird. Like, why is, why is this guy a thing? Why is he the main character of my film about giant robots? It's not right. It's what they got wrong in the Godzilla films. I don't give a shit about the people. It's actually sort of what they got right in the Godzilla films. You watch the new recent Godzilla films... Yeah, the human drama is shit. But the point is, I don't give a shit. They clearly put the human part sort of as a side thing. They were like, right, we've got these giant kaijus having a fight. But we need to put in some human stuff. So we'll just do that half-assed and then focus on the big fuckers fighting. Right? Transformers did it the other way around. They went, huh, okay. So we've got big robots fighting... But we need to put that in the background so we can focus on this melodrama the humans are creating. What? You're going off to college? Oh, you fancy this girl? Oh, we really care about that? No. No, I want to watch Optimus Prime versus Megatron. Have a smackdown. I want to see the Autobots versus the Decepticons in a full-on war. Where there's more than, like, two characters from either side. But they really, I get it's probably a budget thing slimmed down the cast of both teams. Like, the Autobots are normally limited to about five members of their entire faction. Like, you know, where, where, where's the rest of the team? Where's Cliffjumper, Broad, Hound, Sunstreaker, Mirage? I don't know, Mirage just show up. But, you know, where are... <laughs> where are all the other Autobots? There are shit tons, man. Where are they? Decepticons, where's Thundercracker? Where's Skywarp? Soundwave doesn't even appear to the second film. Fucking Soundwave! Shockwave's in the third one and gets killed off like a punk. You know, where are the Insecticons? They're cool. Maybe I'm just saying that because Kickback's my favourite Decepticon, but where are the Insecticons? Where are the Predacons, right? Where's Predaking? That's... Where are all the Combiners? And why is the one Combiner we got... Oh, no, we... Oh, right, we got that thing in the last night. That doesn't count. And why does the one combiner we got, going back to design, why does Devastator have wrecking ball testicles? Like, who was that? Who who thought, yeah, that's going to be funny. No, it's stupid. Why does one of the coolest Transformers in Devastator not only look shit, not only have the only ability he have to be like a giant vacuum cleaner and suck things in, via its weird rotating spinny jaws of death thing and then decided you know what for a design we're going to give this robot testicles and make them just giant wrecking balls who who signed off on that idea it's just stupid like (laughs) do you really want to watch that really now i'm realizing i'm taking a much harsher approach 
to this than other things I have said have failed in the past. And you know what? Good, they deserve it. Because the difference is, with The Last Jedi, it's still Star Wars. Star Wars is Star Wars for me at the end of the day, and I can't, I can't hate it. With this, I've somehow managed to separate it from the rest of Transformers. I'm talking about the Bayverse, right? Transformers are different. The Last Jedi, it is part of the Star Wars Skywalker saga. I can't rip it out of that. I can maybe separate the sequels, but I can't take it out of the Skywalker saga. With this, I can say the Bayverse are different to every other continuity of Transformers, right? So it just makes me angry because it had so much potential. And you see that in Bumblebee. I'm not going to talk about Bumblebee too much because I want to give that one its own episode because it was a fucking fantastic film. But that's Transformers done right because the designs, they looked like the Transformers. Optimus Prime looked like his G1 counterpart. Even the ones that looked a bit more Bayformer looked like Transformers and had actual personalities. The drama in that film was, yes, there was the human, but the main character was Bumblebee. Not like in this one where he's got to be muted just so you can hear Sam Witwicky complain more about everything going on around him. Like it's... I wouldn't mind if you had human characters that were likeable. And it's nothing on the acting abilities of, of the people. Although Megan Fox, I'm not sure, was right for the film. Why why are we doing sexual shots of her making a suggestive action trying to fix Bumblebee? Speaking of, why are her and Sam making out on Bumblebee? That's a bit creepy, isn't it? You're making out, probably doing a bit, bit else. And you're doing it on top of Bumblebee. That's like... Poor Bumblebee of all... And he can't say anything to stop it because he can't fucking speak. It's a bit creepy. Like that poor guy. Right? Also in the same film, Bumblebee pisses on a guy. Why do Transformers need to wee? And and why did someone think, yeah, that's funny. Are we making this film for eight-year-olds? Because I'm pretty sure eight-year-olds weren't allowed to see that film. I'm, I'm almost definitely sure that was a 12. Maybe it was a PG and I'm wrong. But I know... Dark of the Moon was definitely a 12. So, are we making this film for 18-year-olds? Why is Bumblebee... Pi- like, sorry, 10-year-olds, 8-year-olds? Why is Bumblebee pissing on someone? And why is the next film... They're fucking wrecking ball testicles. Who thought... Yeah, this is a good idea. And it's all because we kept going back for more. <coughs> the first one, everyone was like... Oh my god, look, a live tra- action Transformers film. Let's go and see it. Loads of people went to see it. So they thought, oh, we could do funding for another one, right? So then they put out the second one. Everyone went to see it, thinking, oh, a sequel to the film that wasn't that bad. And then they got Dark of the Moon, and people just kept going to see these films. They just kept being made. Not because they were good, but just because people watched them. I'm part of the problem. Although, in fairness, the last one I watched in cinema was Dark of the Moon back in 2012. And that's how I know it was a 12 because I went on my 12 for my 12th birthday to see Transformers Darker of the Moon in cinema so that was the first and only one I actually watched in the cinema so I'm not completely part of the problem but then again I bought the DVDs although I didn't I've only got once again Darker of the Moon is the last one I've got on DVD except for Bumblebee because by Darker of the Moon I realized no I'm I'm fueling this this is stupid I'm not going to buy into this crap the only reason I've seen the last two is because there were Sky Movies for free. And I thought, well, I might as well, because just get it over and done with. I want to see where this shit show ends. And my God, they ruined Grimlock. They ruined Grimlock. That upsets me. It hurts me. Grimlock is my favourite Transformer of all time. 
yes, because he's a robot that turns into a T-Rex, but that's fucking awesome. I give no shits. That's amazing. As a guy who likes dinosaurs as well. I thought Transformers was a cool concept anyway. I was like, oh, look, cars, trucks and robots. Oh, my God, dinosaurs and robots. Grimlock won me over instantly, right? That's not... They've ruined him. Are they even... Oh, to an extent... As he said, episode four, but not more talking about Star Wars. Number four, Age of Extinction. He kind of ruined Optimus Prime. Because, like... He... He he goes around and in every other film he's like freedom is the right of all sentient beings. I'll fight you, Megatron. Yeah, beating the shit out of Decepticons. That one cool scene in Dark of the Moon, where he comes down, flying, and he just goes into the fight and just cuts down every Decepticon in his way. Literally, probably the coolest scene in any of the Transformers films. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then he just. Literally beats the shit out of Shockwave. And I saw people going, Oh no, Optimus Prime's being too violent. And that I disagree with, because he's in a war. At the end of the day, this war's been going on for millions of years. Like, he's screaming, You die! Just before he punches the shit out of Shockwave. Bad? Eh, not really. I mean... His brothers have been dying. The Decepticons are trying to kill loads of innocent people. He's going to be a bit pissed. Testosterone, you know, the Transformer version of me, adrenaline running through his veins. And I sound so blocked up. And, yeah, I don't mind that sort of aggression in a fight. Because you're in a war, you know. I elaborated on this in the last Jedi episode where you're in a war you, you fight and kill the enemy to win and Optimus knows that he believes in freedom and he's a nice guy and peaceful but this is war and he's fighting for freedom he won't back down but then you get Transformers 4 and he just storms the KSI factory and I know they've mutilated his brothers and his friends and I get that I do but I still don't think Optimus Prime would ever start risking the lives of humans. He basically fired on humans. And yeah, you could argue he didn't aim at them. Like, the collateral damage from a gun that big on a human could still kill them. And I think that it's just... That's not Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime's guy at the end of the film, where he gives a speech and he's like, if we die, we uh, today we fight for freedom. And then uh, Crosshairs is like, that must be magic or voodoo or something. You just want to die for the guy. You must, yeah, yeah, sorry, he just goes, you just want to die for the guy. It must be magic or something. And then uh, Drift goes, no, that's Optimus Prime. And it's true. Like I saw a thing on Facebook the other day. It was a poll. Who gives the best inspirational speeches? Captain America or Optimus Prime? I voted Optimus Prime every single day of the week. Optimus Prime gives the best speeches. Even in... I'm going to cover the original Transformers movie a little bit here. But once again, that will get its own episode. <coughs> the famous line. One shall stand. One shall fall. You know, he just... <coughs> Optimus Prime gives that the best speeches of all time. Captain America is great. But Optimus Prime is next level for speeches. <coughs> so watching him fire on humans was was a bit... It's not in his character. And, and so sticking with Transformers 4. This is where obviously... The plot changed a bit, and because Sam Witwicky, uh, Shia LaBeouf went a bit crazy, so he was out. Mark uh, Wahlberg was in. Mark Wahlberg's a brilliant actor, but once again, the stupid human melodrama 
takes over the film. Like you're following Kay Jaeger, his daughter, and who's a minor who's dating a older geezer. But Romeo and Juliet laws protect them. Like why? Why am I watching a Transformers film and hearing how it's legal to be fucking a minor? Like. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to listen to why you, a 20-something-year-old, can bang a 16-year-old. I'm here to watch giant robots beat the shit out of each other and have a war and pew-pew-pew and Megatron Prime. You know, I don't give a fuck about your Romeo and Juliet laws. Why is that in the film? It shouldn't be there. And then the stupid KSI drones, they don't even transform. Right, the film's called Transformers. They're like, oh, look, we found Transformium. Yeah, because that's a thing, you dickheads. We found Transformium, the, the thing the Transformers are made of. Well, then how comes when you use it, it doesn't work like how when the Transformers use it? Because when they transform, their bodies shift and move from robot to car and car to robot or whatever vehicle or thing they're transforming into. When you use it, they separate into a bunch of little pixely cubes, do a little spiral, and then come out the other end as whatever mode they're they're going into. And and to that I, I go, well, I don't think you found what they're made of. I think you found magic cubes. Because that transformation that's in air quotation marks there, guys, sequence is not a transformation sequence. It looked so fucking stupid. Like, if you found the thing Transformers are made of, at least give it the same animation the Transformers have when they transform. I don't even think it made the... You know, that famous sound where they transform... Like, you know, I don't even think it made that, and that's disappointing, frankly. Like, that's classic Transformers sound effects. And you admitted that from your film? What the fuck, guys? Are you stupid? Probably. Right? Okay. Then, right, you get to number five. Where basically it says, oh, yeah, you know you know the last, the last four films and all the continuity you've built up in those four films? Fuck you. Uh, Bumblebee hasn't just arrived on the planet in the first film. He's actually been here since World War II and fought against the Nazis, right, with the Allied forces. But, obviously, then in the first one, the only Transformer the humans have ever found or come into contact with that they know of is Megatron. In the second one, they've been here for years. But not Bumblebee. But Bumblebee was here during World War II. Uh, so the Transformers have been here for a while. But not really been here for a while because they only just all sort of arrived before the first film. But then in the second one, you find out there were ancient ones here. And that's fine. That's believable. But then, no, because World War II... And, and then apparently the last of the Witwickians is is either I can't even remember it's been that long since I watched it because it's that shit was either Mark Wahlberg's character or or the uh, the new woman I can't think of her name uh, the character or the actress I'm sorry uh, so but apparently it's one of them which is weird because Sam Witwicky and then one of them is the descendant of Merlin I think no that's the that's the that's the lady she's a descendant of Merlin. Because that makes sense. Uh, and then he's the last Witwickian. Uh, Mark Wahlberg. 
But does that mean he's related to Sam and Ricky? Who really gives a shit at this point, really? I mean, come on, right? Because the Transformers were also friends with King Arthur, right? Genuinely, they they uh, yeah, they were they were buddies with King Arthur, uh, and they all merged into a into a dragon type Transformer, uh, who. But Merlin wasn't even that magic. He was just a drunk. I'm pretty sure at the start of the film. He found a Transformer and asked it for help to fight off the, the evil people. Might have been the Welsh, I don't know. Right. <clears throat> fight off the evil people. And then... And then, uh, yeah. So, But his, even though he was just a drunk, his descendant is now a key to saving the world from a thing that had never been mentioned before. Uh, and then the last bit, Wikian and the Transformers that have been here since ancient times with, with tribes and then also... Fought alongside King Arthur and then fought in World War Two, but only arrived uh, in in two thousand and seven. Um, but were kept a secret from the whole human race, even though they've been in the human race's history for centuries. Um, uh, and then they've got to fight some some more Decepticons that are magically just here. Uh, Megatron's back; he's not Galvatron anymore because reasons and he transforms normally again quintess is around uh ultras prime turns evil for a bit until bumblebee is that sad that ultras prime is evil that suddenly his voice box is magically healed and he can speak again uh for no reason whatsoever but then ultras prime's like oh your voice i'm good again and then the knights try and kill him and then they don't because the last knight stops Right, because Mark Wahlberg's character with a sword is that strong to stop the swing of a Transformer. I'm pretty sure that's what happens. It might not be what happens, but if it is, it's stupid. But I hope the point, even if it's not, it might as well have. Because I'm hoping after that little rambling, you realise that <laughs> this makes no sense. Like, yes, you've got to take into consideration this is a film about giant robots from a planet called Cybertron. They can transform into vehicles and stuff and have intergalactic wars and they're fucking massive and, you know, and they're sentient and they can talk English. However, even for that, what I just described makes literally no sense. Like, whatsoever. It's fucking stupid. Why? 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 Who, who greenlit this? And then they set up for another sequel where apparently Unicron's under the Earth and I know that's a running theme in Transformers that uh, Unicron is in fact the Earth. But why are you going to set that up? And why does Quintessa now look like a Earth lady? I thought she was robot-ish. But now she's Earth lady and I thought they killed her. But now Unicron's arising and what's she got to do with him? But I don't really give a shit because I just hope they reboot it after Bumblebee. Because Bumblebee was actually a good fucking film. Oh... And not to mention, I'm going to bring this up. I really debated not bringing this up or not because of everything going on in the world at the moment. But the films, right, I'm going to say it, are incredibly racist. They are. Because a lot of the characters are very, very stereotypish. Jazz in the first one is... I know Jazz has always been the more... Even from Generation 1. He was... He was betrayed as... That, no, yeah, he was. Now I think about it, Jazz has always been your more black person transformer. Obviously, this was in the 80s, 
So uh, things were definitely not as they're not. It wasn't the same time wise, but at the same time, it was never offensive. It was just, if anything, giving diversity to the cast of Transformers. You know, it it maybe there were some racial implications. The fact that it was jazz and he was the guy who liked music and he seemed like more of a ghetto kind of person, uh, but. It was just the diversity in the Transformers because they were all robots anyway. It didn't matter. But then I feel like in the live action films, that's overplayed a lot more. Like he's definitely a lot more gangster is the word. And that's not even the worst of it. Yes, he's he's the only good guy to die in the first one. Maybe that's. Yeah, that's a bit, you know, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? No, I want two. That's probably the best line of the film. The bit where Jazz is like, you want a piece of it? And Megatron just rips him in half. But then, then you get to... The stereotypes, I think, just keep getting worse. Because then you get, like, Mudflap and Skids, who... I can't even... I don't... This is another one of those things. Who greenlit this as being okay to, to be in your film? Like, this sort of level of... And then... Then you've got Drift in the last two films, four or five, who's just... You know, he's Asian, so that means he's a fucking Zen ninja. Okay. Not every Asian person is a samurai or Naruto or, you know, you can't, <laughs> but okay, whatever. Even Hound is just your stereotypical fat guy, like, let's a blast him. Like, he's a typical American. Right. I'll try to think of there any more, but I, I just, the films, they just hurt me. They just do. And as I say, they're not... Even the human characters, I feel like some of the, the, the racial... Yeah, the first one. Just remember, the, you know, they, they take the piss out of the Hispanic guy. The human, like... The racist thing is very... I mean, it shouldn't be allowed. And in a way, I, I sort of feel like this is fitting that I've picked this topic this week then, considering everything going on and... This sort of thing shouldn't be allowed, and it shouldn't have been allowed then either. Because they do... It's very racial stereotypes, some of the characters, and it is wrong. And it does make the films far less enjoyable, because you're sitting there thinking, well, was there any need for that? Like I say, some of them are grossly offensive. Like I think Mudflap and Skid... Jazz isn't too bad. Jazz is the same as he's always been. And I don't think he was ever that horrible or offensive. Maybe a little, but he was never ridiculously bad. Mudflap and Skids were terrible. Drift isn't that bad in in grand scheme of things. It's just... Okay, but Mudflap and Skids... Dark of the Moon... No, sorry, Revenge of the Fallen is just a god-awful film. and They're just part of the problem. You know, they made me think... I kind of wanted Devastator to kill them. They were just annoying. If not, I would have happily let Bumblebee shoot them in the face. Like, just just do it. And, oh, the, the films are just bad. Like, there's the whole caring too much about the people. The designs are bad. The stories are often weird. Why were the Transformers here? Why did they build a thing under the pyramids in ancient Egypt? It's just silly. Like, it was cool seeing the pyramids, but why is there a death machine built by the Transformers under it? That then... 
only a prime can activate with the matrix of leadership but you can't get the matrix leadership because all the primes are pretty much dead except for optimus but then optimus is dead so then sam finds the matrix of leadership then it turns to dust but then he runs he, he takes the dust anyway he tries to get to optimus gets shot by megatron dies has a dream where he speaks to the old primes and they're like no you're worthy this was always your destiny blah 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 he wakes up from death as you do suddenly the dust goes back into the matrix as it does stabs it into optimus's chest and he he comes back to life that bit's believable because the matrix can do that uh and then and then and then you've got the whole thing with the fallen who was a prime and he can only be killed by a prime. I don't get that. Why is there a magic protection on him that he can only be killed by a prime? Is it the fact that he feels like only a prime could be so skilled as to kill him? Or that, like, even if a really highly trained person fought him, he wouldn't die? Like, because if that's the case, why does Optimus not have that same protection? Why can't he only be killed by another Prime? Because that would make him very OP and make this whole winning the war thing very easy. Right? I hope what I'm pointing out is the story makes no fucking sense. It's stupid. Like, it's just, just ridiculous. And then the consistency is all over the place. One minute the Transformers are new to the planet, and the next minute they've been here and they help with the fucking pyramids. That's no, it just makes no sense. And then they all look like toasters. And then there was one that actually was a toaster. Then there was the one that doesn't even look like a robot because it's literally like paper thin. And I just don't get it. You had a talented voice cast, talented actors, and, and Megan Fox was there too, just to be sexy. And that didn't work. That didn't make me want to watch it. I didn't, she's basically, she's got more plastic in her than a Barbie doll the third woman rosie huntington wiley that okay you did better that time but even so like you're constantly over sexualizing the women which isn't a problem but it is a problem because you know even if you're talking from a horrible man point of view it's like yeah you want to see sexy ladies okay whatever but i'm probably going to really brown myself as a nerd here I'm here to watch the Transformers, right? If I'm, you know, if, if you wanted to watch an attractive woman perform, there are websites for that. That's what the internet's for. Go and watch it there. I'm in the cinema watching a Transformers film. I want to see the Transformers. I don't care how nerdy that makes me sound. That's, that's how it is. I'm not there to watch Plastic Fox and... English model lady flaunt the stuffs and look sexy with lens flares because apparently what's his face uh Michael Bay is obsessed with lens flares almost as much as he is with explosions and then like oh lens flare lens flare lens flare let's make out on a car lens flare lens like, what the fuck I'm there to watch the Transformers so scrap the, no pun intended scrap the humans or at least reduce them to a side character role make the designs more transformer-ish like they look like robots from another planet who could also transform into a vehicle <laughs> have a plot that makes sense and that you care about have characters that you care about have fight sequences where you can tell 
who is on what side, who is winning, and just who the fuck is who. In other words, Bumblebee. It did those things, even though Bumblebee couldn't speak in that film. It was better than any of the other live-action Transformers films, because he he wasn't overshadowed by the human. Pardon me, sorry, again. So, literally, I just... I went to a Transformers film to watch the Transformers, and I got toasters fighting... Toasters wrapped in a bag of wires, fighting... With two minute explosions go off to even see what's going on. Then a lens flare comes in. Then a Dorito flies in. But no, it's actually Starscream. But then you can't tell it's Starscream. Because they all look the fucking same. As Transformers. Like, And then you're just going to throw in some racial stereotypes. And some weird sexual suggestive scenes. Into a film about giant robots. Because last time I checked. You know. Fucking Star Wars was. Bad example. Princess Leia. Okay, right. But that wasn't okay either. The jab of the Hut bit in Return of the Jedi is my least favourite bit of the original trilogy because I want to get back to the Star War. I don't... I don't the Jabba is great, but I could, if I wanted to, skip the jab of the Hut bit and get straight back to the stuff with the Empire and Darth Vader. So my point still stands. I'm there for the Transformers. The same way I'm there for the Star Wars. I'm not there... Yeah, I don't want to watch this other crap. I, I don't give a shit about the human melodrama. It's called Transformers. Like Godzilla. The, the dialogue shit, but you don't go for the dialogue. You go for the kaijus fighting. But in this, the human part is shit. And because they focus so much on the human part, the Transformers being the Transformers are shit. So I just... I, I'm just going to go watch Bumblebee again. It's the only good one. No, you know what? I'm going to watch the 1986 Transformers film. Because that is fucking amazing. You got the touch. You got the motherfucking power. And quite frankly, Bayverse, Transformers, Transformers 1 to 5, you have fucking failed. Because, oh my God, you're awful. And on that positive note, thank you so much for listening, guys. <laughs> I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. This was a bit more of a anger fueled episode. It, it's been a long day. Uh, I'm tired. So that probably didn't help. But those films are bad. Don't watch them. Don't 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 do it. Watch watch Bumblebee or the original nineteen eighty six Transformers film, or any of the TV shows. And uh, I will speak to you. I suppose next week, guys. Thank you so much for listening again. Do remember to join the Twitter and the Discord. And I'll speak to you soon. <laughs>